You're here, I'm pleased. I really dig your company. Hey guys, welcome to the Just Saying Podcast with me, Danny. I'm glad to have you here, actually. Every time we get together, it's a great time for me. So, let's get the business out of the way. If you are new, shout out to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Woo, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> we don't have a soundboard here, so I got to do all the sounds myself. But thank you for coming. If you have not yet, hit the notification button or the subscribe button for whatever platform you are on. I appreciate it so much. Also, if you are on iTunes, make sure that you are rating and reviewing this podcast. Now, if you're new, you want to do that after you finish listening to this episode because you don't know how you feel about it yet. But if you haven't done so yet and you are a, a um, continued listener, first of all, let me just say welcome back in my uh, <laughs> welcome back Carter voice. And don't forget for you too to just go ahead on and rate and review this if you are on iTunes. Also, I'm out here on them social media guys. I'm hitting Instagram heavy. I'm also throwing you things out there at Twitter and I'm on Facebook. All of that is at Just Saying Podcast or JSP. And so if you want to just find me out there, go ahead on and do so. Thank you for getting that business out the way. Let's get started. Now, y'all know I had to tell you about my weekend, even though it was not very eventful. Um, Not, okay, that's not true. There was an event, but I wasn't like super, super busy this weekend. So, um, I was supposed to go to Atlanta this weekend. I know because it's the Super Bowl and you all might think that I was going to go to watch the Super Bowl, but nah, dog, because I don't even watch sports. So, even speaking on that, there have been people who have been asking me if I, um, you know, support the boycott and whatnot. And I and I just want to let everybody know, you can let the record show, I do support the boycott. However, I don't, I don't consider myself a boycotting person because I wasn't watching football before the boycott. So, I'm not a sports person. I don't watch any of the things. I have been to a football game once in my life, one time. <laughs> I've never been to a basketball game in my city, throw baseball tickets at you. So I have been to some baseball games, but I've never stayed an entire game. I'm just not a sports person. Anyway, um, I, yeah, so I was supposed to go to Atlanta this weekend to help out a friend to do some vending for um the the event so you guys remember about two episodes back we had Vaughn on for Vaughn Chris Cookies and I was supposed to go and help with um a major vending opportunity in Atlanta however the weather at the beginning of the week or the end of last week was really bad and um the the um traffic in Atlanta child so (laughs) there was a lot of things that needed to be done this opportunity was brought to us last minute so we weren't able to do it um but you know so I was a little bit sad initially because I was like oh man I was supposed to go down to Atlanta Thursday night you know how I do I don't work weekends and I have a three-day weekend every weekend so I was about to just get it popping what now I wasn't really about to get it popping but I was supposed to go to Atlanta however what was very exciting and you know look at how the Lord works is because Friday night I actually got to go to my very first podcast meetup. Ow! Oh, oh, Okay, so um, there was a podcast meetup here in Pittsburgh. It was the first one that I have been able to attend. Um, and so that was very, very exciting. I got to meet a lot of different podcasters in the city doing a lot of different things. So I just want to pull up. Um, 
some of their some of the names just so that you guys can maybe you know check out some other things I mean if you're listening to this podcast you may be interested in some other ones and so I wanted to shout out um, a podcast called Girls Running Shit and they were hosting the um, event which and it was really nice we were at a nice little um, brewery now I don't Um, you know, go to bars. I don't frequent bars at all. I don't even, okay, let me tell y'all a little secret about myself. There's something I don't tell people. (laughs) I don't know how to order drinks. I don't, I don't know how to go to the bar and order drinks. Now, if I'm at, um, dinner or something and I want to order like a glass of wine or a sangria, then, you know, I know what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) if I want to order a mixed drink at the table and they have like the description of everything that's inside that thing, I got you. I'm ordering. Come on now. Give it to me. But once we get, once we get to the actual, like, you know, going up to the bar and doing it that way, I, I do not have the confidence in myself to do so I have never done so like I said I I don't go out to bar so when I was there I didn't have any drinks um I'm I don't really even know much about like drinking outside or anything like that you know like if I'm at like I've been at a friend's house and we've had like drinks there but somebody usually makes those I know those people um but I've never done the bar thing so I didn't drink anything. I just kind of stood around a little bit. I felt a little bit like a fish out of water because one, like I said, it was my first time ever doing such a thing. Two, I was completely by myself. (laughs) And I am not one of those people who just like hang out with me. She don't date herself, okay? So when I went, I was like, oh. I was in my car like amping myself up. Like I I felt like um, if anybody watched, my friend in my head, um, Amanda Seals, um, she be knowing, and she was talking about how, like, you got to amp yourself up to get out, get, like, to go out. I was definitely in my car, like, come on, girl, you can do this. Just talk to people. You know how to speak. Say words, right? And so I went in, and I, you know, I spoke to a couple people. There was also podcasts, um, Luggage, Love, and Loot, and they talk about travel. Um, there was... The Kickback Project, The Yams, which is my girl Michelle, shout out to her, and um, Straight to the League 412, Midnight Scario, I think it says, but I'm not really sure, and Let's Talk About It podcast. Those people were there, um, representatives at least of, of each of those podcasts were there, it was really, really dope. Um, hopefully, I'll get invited to some other ones and be able to do that. Now, with that being said... I do want to let you guys know that I have started the Patreon page. It will be up um, at the end of the week, hopefully completed so you guys can support. And the Patreon page really is for listener support. I know I played around before about the cash app, but I'm like totally serious now. And um, because these podcast meetups are very, very essential for networking. And um, sometimes there's trainings, like workshops for you to learn things. And that stuff costs money. And, you know, um, there will be different levels of things that, you you know, for you guys to, to donate um, as a listener. So, you know, just see if, you know, the Lord want to put it on your heart to donate to it. It ain't for me to go out and just be like chilling and watching movies. But it is to assist me in, you know, um, purchasing new equipment and or um, attending these workshops and uh, meetups so that would be great and like I said you guys already know I don't even know how to order a drink so you ain't pay, you're not paying for drinks for me because I don't even know how to do it um but let's move on so the pot the meetup was Friday night it was really really awesome I really really did appreciate it and then I got I went home I got up and I went to a rehearsal I haven't been to any rehearsals in like three months so when I went to rehearsal these legs it was like a um dance rehearsal so these legs were on fire okay because she was not ready I had a great time but then it led to the a very big uh, big event in my life which is my oldest two children moved out my house 
I mean, these kids got to go. I love you. I love you. But you got to go. But yeah, okay. So the girls, my oldest two, you guys know I got the five kids. My oldest two moved out together with the grandbaby. Um, they didn't go far, so don't be concerned because <laughs> they right up the streets, which means I know you're already thinking it. Yes, they right back at my house. Um, it's not a problem. I love them to death. But, you know, you hit your 20s in a little bit. You need a little bit of space for yourself sometimes, you know. And, you know, like they said on Baby Boy, Mama got to have a life too. One day, maybe. I don't know. Don't nobody try to date me, but <laughs> DM says try. But, <laughs> yes, the girls moved out. So we were over helping to, you know, get things together in their apartment, going grocery shopping and, you know, putting things up on the walls and all of that type of stuff. So that was my Saturday. And then I watched, I, well, I went to watch Ayala Fix My Life. And I had to get myself together because when I went and said that it was a repeat. And I was like, the repeat, Lord, they told me last week that there was going to be a new episode. So I don't understand. So I didn't watch it. I went on, you know, to my room and I don't keep cable in my room because I have a good old fire stick in my room. I'm telling y'all all my personal business, ain't I? I have a fire stick in my room. So I was, you know, Amazon Prime watching movies all night. I watch Crooklyn. Um, I love Crooklyn. And she on there talking about Okay, um, and then I watched one of my favorite TV shows. If you guys have not seen this and you have stars and or the stars app, there is a show called Survivor's Remorse. And when I tell you the writing and the storyline and that on that show, amazing. Okay, so uh, I pulled up Survivor's Remorse and I watched the two seasons. Uh, I know I ain't have nothing to do Saturday night. Really, the thing was, I could not sleep. And so I watched a lot of, a lot of two, two, two seasons because I couldn't sleep. I mean, I was up, child. Like, up, up, okay? I was like, it ain't nobody up with me. It's now I'm like, um, okay, I watched this one last episode and I probably go to sleep. Next thing you know, I was like, hit next because I'm up again. I was up all night, like all night and there was it I just couldn't I wasn't even sleepy like I didn't feel sleepy and I had not taken any naps all day because like I said I went to rehearsal then I helped the girls move oh and it was my daughter's birthday so then we celebrated her birthday and then I went home and I never fell asleep like I was just like I can't do it I don't know I'm tired I'm, I'm not tired like I didn't even feel tired I was woke, okay? So I was up. I was watching the show. I was singing songs, recording them on my voice memo. Don't ask to listen to those because you don't want to. Um, <laughs> I was dancing in my room just like, you know, shaking the little groove thing right fast in my mirror because that makes me happy some days. And I wasn't even in my bed for a good while. I just was like, you know, walking around in my room. I sat on my ottoman. I just was chilling. And I was like... Next thing I know, I text one of my friends and I was like, child, I've been up all night. She was like, oh, great. You won't be on time for church. And I was like, when I say up, I don't mean dressed. (laughs) So, of course, I crashed at like six something in the morning, but I woke up back up and it was like 7 40 a.m so I really didn't sleep that long but I was like let me get myself to church so that's what I did on Sunday Sunday I went to church I came home when I came home I was on my iPad and I was looking at stuff on YouTube because that's what my Sunday afternoon looks like and um something there was like a clip where somebody was talking about how they had seen I on the vans and I don't to fix my life. And I was like, what? Hell, what? Who said? Hmm. So I went up to my room with my trusty fire stick and I opened up the own app that I do have on my TV. And um, it had the new episode up. And I was like, how? Where? What happened? Why? I missed it yesterday. I was up all night. I could have been watching it. Notes, all of that. But, oh, look at that. Phone is ringing, child. Hold on. So I 
decided to go ahead on and um, watch it. You know, I pulled it up on the TV, pulled my trusty phone out, opened up the notes app and got to watching it. So, of course, you know, we're going to talk about that today <laughs> in the next segment. But that was my weekend. Oh, you know, I know that the Super Bowl was on. I told you guys I didn't watch it. I ain't even seen the commercial except for one. I did see the Pepsi commercial today, yesterday. Um, I saw it yesterday on YouTube, so that was the extent of it. Now, my kids did have a full, like, a, not a full, but a nice little Super Bowl party downstairs. There was food, there was beverages, there was noise, all of those types of things. I did not participate in it. Um, I didn't even know the game was over for a while, so, um, I hope whoever y'all was rooting for won, uh, and I hope you guys had a great time, but that's, that's all, that's just about all I had for the weekend. All right, guys, let's get on into the show. Hey, child. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, nothing. What's going on? Nothing. Trying to report, record this. Say hello to the people. Hey, America. It's Summer. <laughs> Every time Summer come on, she's talking to America. We should stop just talking to America because I'm trying to be out in the international. Um, it, I'm trying to be international, so let's talk to the whole world. Hello, world. <laughs> let's get the world in on this thing now. Um, so I was going, I wanted to talk about, I, I was going to talk about Ayanna, but because I feel like some people may have missed the episode because, you know, you and I were talking and both of our guys said that it was a repeat. Um, so I don't think everybody has seen the episode. Okay. Also, because I um, plan on just going ahead and talking about it on YouTube instead to give people some chance now that the, once this podcast comes out, you guys will then know that you can go over to the YouTube channel and um, I'll be recapping the show instead of just having this conversation Summer and I are going to have. Okay. But what I wanted to talk about <laughs> coming off of the show is the fact that we don't know the people in our family like we act, like we want to act like we do. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, this this episode was a mother and a daughter, and they had a lot of similar horrible experiences when they were children, pretty much around the same age. But mostly that was because, um, not mostly that was because, but one of the one of the sad things is that they never had conversations about these things but have been clashing with one another for years because they were feeling the exact same way. Yes. And not not being able to express those feelings to one another. So then it comes uh-huh. out in anger, which usually happens in families. It's like, we're going to fight all the time instead of talking about what the real issues are going on in families. And I have said this summer many times that a lot of times, people in your family just don't know you. And Oh, absolutely. So then they're going to judge you based off of what they've decided that they know about you. Mm-hmm. Or what they knew about you in years past. And then we never get a, we never get a chance to have conversations to um, say, look at me now. Like, are you looking at me now? Or can you understand me now based off of some things that happened in my past? Like, which one is it? And so, um, so I just feel like we can have a whole conversation. I thought maybe we could have a whole conversation on the fact that we just don't know the people in our family like we think we do. Oh, absolutely. And Danielle, you have brought this to my attention many times that, you know, I have lived away from my family now for many years. 
And when people say many years, they might talk about two, three, you know, years of living away from their family. I have now lived away from my family for 15. Yeah. For 15 years. I moved down here in 2005. I moved to Atlanta in 2005. So 14. So yeah, 14 years. 14 years. It'll be, um, are you counting 2019? Yeah, I'm counting So, Okay, so. 14 years, guys. So the person at 29 who moved down here is not the same person at, I'll be 43 this year, is not the same person at 43. And I have come to discover after a lot of talking to Danielle about this situation is the Oracle, (laughs) that's right. Is that just because you have quote unquote family and you're talking to them and um, you may see them once or twice a year in a good year, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you spend two or three days with somebody, 48 to 72 hours, does not mean that they know you. And so I can 100% wholeheartedly say that my family does not know me. And it is not just one-sided because guys, I don't know them either. Mm-hmm. Now, we could now, just because you live in different states does not mean that you can't know your siblings or doesn't mean that you don't know your mother and father. It does not mean that at all. But I just do not have a close relationship from the gate before I even moved down here. I really didn't have a close relationship um, with them. So I can't necessarily say that they knew me. Actions. Mm-hmm. They knew my actions, but they did not know me. Right, right. Right. So they didn't know my innermost thoughts or feelings or how I felt about certain things or the fact if I say to my mother right now, Lord have mercy. I am a proud baby. My mother and sister would be like, no, you're not. You're one of the meanest, hardest people that we know. Yes, yes. I wish you would stop saying that you're a proud baby. baby. (laughs) But I cry about I cry about everything all the time. Like I can cry daily. You know, if I and I told Daniel this a couple weeks ago, I think myself into crying. I think myself into saying. I don't want it to. Let me think about the sad stuff so that I could call Danny and say, <laughs> I'm sad. So I could be like, you were just good 20 minutes ago. Well, what the hell happened? <laughs> and I, I'll think myself. I was getting dressed the other day and I started thinking about some sad stuff and started crying. And I said, look at this. I didn't thought myself in the sad. Let me get myself together. Um, so. Nevertheless, guys, I definitely think that you can have family members that doesn't matter the family member or um, whatever. You can live in the same city or you can live um, many states away like I do, uh, but they may not know you. And I think I don't feel that it's just one person's issue or fault to try to resolve. I think that it takes both people, if willing, to try to get to know, try to get to know people. Because just because you know me as a child, I can't say that I that you know me as an adult. Mm-hmm. And especially moving into a middle-aged adult, you know all of those kid things that you do in your twenties and early thirties. That's what you're supposed to do. When I tell all, I tell my children, I have uh, three of them that are older. Jack it up, mess it up, because this is your growing stage. You know what I'm saying? How can we expect you to get it together? You were 18, roughly, when you left the house. Your first 18 years of life, you were being told what to do by every step of the way. And then if you go away to school, you're still Mm -hmm. being governed under some type of leadership. So then let's just say you don't graduate until you're 21, 22. I think my daughter will be 22 when she graduates, 22, 23. So... Then, so you really started 23 years old, like trying to figure this like this thing called life out. 
That is not by the time you are thirty, and as Danielle has Man, always said, thirty 18, comes turn so around quick. and you turn around. Like, wait quick. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have that, you need that space, and I can. I don't think anybody should judge somebody forty-five. Yeah. And here's the truth: the person that Especially they knew when they were twenty-five, people who live in different cities and or states. When you go home for the holiday, the funeral, uh-huh. uh, the birthday, the birthday, a good concert, whatever. When you are spending the time, concert. y'all are spending most of that time yes. listening. Remember when? Remember how? Remember that place? Oh, they closed down yes. such and such. That means that you are not learning about the present person. Y'all just keep rehashing the old person. And and it's not a problem. I'm not saying yes. that that's a bad thing, but I am saying that are they getting to know you now? Now, some people definitely have conversations with their mamas and their grandma or whoever has raised them, and they have deep conversations on the phone. I know some people who will call their you know parent every Sunday and have a good conversation. Oh, I went here. Oh, I didn't like this. Oh, this hurt my feelings. Those kind of things. But I can also assure you that I know so many people who will be like, I don't know why my mom act like that. I don't, I have no clue why my mom acted like that. Or, you know, if I say to them, well, you know, do you think your mom, you know, was doing those things because she was lonely? And then they're like, lonely? And I'm like, just because she is your mother huh. doesn't mean that she's never had yes. feelings, you know? Um, and there, there's a life that happened before you. Now, for Summer and I, there wasn't a lot of life that happened before our kids. And for some of y'all, there wasn't a lot of life with your parents before you showed up. But there was some life. And so there were some things that happened in their lives that could have been traumatic, that they've never been able to address or never wanted to address, but those things do affect how they raised you. Absolutely. And I look at it as when you go to visit family or when family comes to visit you, especially if you do not have good relationships or maybe, you know, decent relationships or whatever with them, Mm -hmm. it's almost like you cleaning up for when company is coming over. So you're cleaning up. So that means that your house is looking good. Your house is looking good. All of them clothes you didn't wash, you didn't put away, all of those things. So when the people and come over, there. you are on your best behavior. They are on their best behavior. And I always tell Danielle how anxious mm-hmm. I get for the cleanup because I know that something is going to jump off. And nine times out of 10, it usually does, right? But we have just learned to now, I think, with working and understanding it, right? I am now better prepared because one of my statements was, like Danielle just mentioned, I don't know why they act like that. And Danielle will continue to tell me, why don't you know Mm -hmm. you need to be more surprised when it doesn't? That it does. Instead of being shocked and appalled that it did. And it took me a while again to get it, but she was absolutely right. And so now it's more of the, well, I'm just going to wait for it to come. I'm just going to wait for it. And when it comes, you can be like, look at that. I it happened. Say, or you now, can say, can you believe they you didn't show up? Be less shocked that there was going to be a disagreement. There were less disagreements because you were able to find yourself in states where you could just be yes. calm about it and just instead of jumping off, like if they say something, you jump it. Instead of that happening, you could be like, I don't know. I, ain't, I, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Right. Because now the attitude doesn't come out of you because you ain't hit by it. Like, it's a brick wall. When I keep saying, this is always here. You have to stop running into it. It's going to show up. And so if you know that it's going to show up, yes. when you get close now, you could turn the left. 
or hit a right instead of instead of just walking and just being like, oh man, Absolutely. this wall is here again, and yeah. I'm like, the wall gonna be there every time. It's always the wall is the wall. You can't keep being upset that they got a wall yeah. here. You have to go around the wall, and so yeah. yes, when you when you're not very familiar with your family, and there's a lot of people who are not familiar with their family. Yeah, you know them, and so I I think maybe I would liken it to like you know you have friends and then you have associates, and a lot of time our family is more like associates because they don't know us. Yes. They don't know the time that we went on the date and the oh, dude absolutely. was so mean and so disrespectful or the woman was so mean and so disrespectful and embarrassed us when we were out. They don't know the time. I'm, I'm going to give one of my own personal. They don't know about the time when... Um, I had a baby by myself. No, I don't I don't talk to a lot of people about that and how that really made me feel. My family wouldn't be able to tell you that at all. But it was definitely something that changed my life and made me look at things differently or makes me feel a type of way about people in general. But I could tell you that my family couldn't tell you that. They couldn't even tell oh, you absolutely. that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, happened. you know, and so when, uh-uh. when people address me, they can't address me. Absolutely. And I don't want anybody to be like pity, like, oh, the girl, poor baby, she didn't have. It's not that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That, that is part of my makeup would right. help you to understand that there are some things that trigger me that a lot of people yes. don't know. Now, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I wish even during. Hey, world, y'all know I always talk about this breakup. But, you know, world, you know, I, every time, matter of fact. But if, if per, hopefully, if I would have had, like, my mom to be able to relate to this being one of the worst, that, not this, that being one of the worst times in my life, having to walk through that, right, I don't know what I would have done. And that's why we haven't talked about it yet. But that's why I have to be in that. That's why I thank God every day for the my friend circle who has turned into my family. Because if it wasn't for two, two, three people, my, Danielle being one, one of our mutual friends, um, Vaughn being another one, and my my other crazy friend. If it hadn't have been for those three people, I don't know how I would have gotten through that situation so when your friend circle turns into your family right that and, and, and you is know what why you need because those are the people times, that know you um me thinking about it now sometimes you know i get look long as oprah would say aha moments i'm gonna find out a word for myself to be like mm, that's it right there um <laughs> so it's my mm, that's it right it, it, that's it right there is your fr- your family wants you to behave in a certain way all the time. Like they want you to consistently be, if you was a funny kid, you need to be uh-huh. a funny adult. You need to be funny and all of that, right? If you were a quiet kid, you need to be a quiet uh-huh. adult. You need to just chill and be quiet. Whereas you create your family with your friends who will allow you to be who you are now. And I'm going to take you who I am now and I am going to be less afraid to give you my new thoughts as my friends because I've created a space where you you allow me to speak I'm not going to be friends with people who ain't going to allow me to speak about my heart but my my family may not do that because if I come from a family who has been from year after year generation after generation we don't talk about our feelings can't come in and talk about mine because y'all don't know how to do it. But I could create a group of friends where everybody in this circle talk about their feelings. True. And you and not feel judged. Absolutely. And you don't feel judged. And you understand and you understand that whatever I say, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hear from cousin Junebug next next week or cousin Junebug ain't turning up their nose at me 
or judging me. I just want to be able to go someplace and cry. And they help me piece myself back together. And it's, they know that right. she's going to be back. everybody being pitied. Next now, week. There is, I want to say this. But it's okay. I do acknowledge that there are families who do this. We watch it on movies all the time. Where some girl, some woman, heartbroken, husband left, oh, yeah. something, you know, job, let them off or whatever. And then you see the next scene with the mama coming in. Job, kids, everything. Up, yeah. Trying to tell the baby, come on, baby girl, come on, put your head in my lap. <laughs> that occurs. I am speaking about the people where that doesn't occur. We don't have that. And so um, you have to, though, understand that most of the time that happens like that because either you have a very, very selfish person who raises you or those things never happen for them and so they don't know how to do it it takes a lot of work to not do what how you were raised to do it takes a lot of work to not do that any longer so then you so what you have to do first is you have to evaluate what are those things about your upbringing that you didn't like then you have to consciously always make sure you're not doing those things you got to check yourself a lot uh, which means you got to be embarrassed by it to yourself and so it's not easy yeah. to do so if you if your grandma or um, your great grandma because you know we get raised by our grandparents a lot if she was abusing verbally abusing your mom your mom is probably probably verbally abused you because that's how she was raised and somehow she doesn't even really understand that what she's doing is being Uh abusive to you but if you are a child where that doesn't sit well in your spirit you gonna keep on being like oh my mom don't like me but you don't really know that she doesn't like you she may be feeling like I love her to death that's how we talk and you know what I'm saying and instead of of saying mom when you speak to me that way it makes me feel whatever that whatever you can fill that blank in with we start to get the arguing you ain't gonna talk to me like that i don't need you to be saying i'm a grown woman i don't need nobody talking to me like that you know and so but you're not really expressing what it is you really feel you just talking about the 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 quick what what um Ayana likes to say is the narrative you just want to talk about the story for right now instead of what the book really about yes and we need to stop we have to stop talking about mm-hmm. the chapters and talk about the book review because the chapters don't mean nothing if they don't all come together absolutely anyway. so and a lot of y'all, y'all really just re-reading the same uh-huh. chapter. Y'all arguing every every time about the same thing all the time. The words are a little bit different, but it's the same daggone story. I don't like the way somebody talks to me. They are talking to me disrespectfully. But you're not telling people what it is that's triggering you and finding out why do you feel like you need to talk to me like that? What is, is it what is it about me and what is it about you? that when we get together this is the communication that goes on because if you don't know me you surely can't know that being aggressive towards me doesn't work for me now it may work for four of my cousins over there playing spades it don't work for me and so if i can say that to you if i could just be like somebody like when, like I know, like I know everybody talks like real hard in here or whatever, but like that really don't work for me. And like, is it possible for us to talk like like this, like you know, chilling? Yeah. And I, I don't even think that you mean it anything by that. I'm just saying like it make me feel it kind of way. Then I ain't jumping on summer like you always yelling, cause she gonna be defensive immediately. <laughs> no, I ain't aggressive. This how I talk all the time. What you talking about? Something wrong with me? No, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it like they're like, you know, I don't know if you know, but like 
Yeah, and the thing is, it's like if you could say like the last. And sometimes we don't know, right? All the time. So like right now, like all of that yelling, it it makes me feel the kind of way. It just makes me feel like something. And I'm just saying, like you know, when we speak, I'm gonna give you this. And if I'm coming at you and making you feel disrespectful, respected, feel free to just let me know because I don't want to argue with you when we see each other. Like I don't want to. Have we family? I want to be cool with you. And don't do it in the middle of the argument. Like, uh-uh, stop. <laughs> I'm about to tell you right now, don't be yelling at me. It's your tone. Now, I said this before. It's your tone and your cadence that will turn a, a conversation into an argument real right quick. So you got to watch how you say it to the people that you're talking to, especially family, because family is always like, we all talk like this, we all do this, I've been like this, I've been doing it. Yeah, but it ain't working for us, even though you've been doing it, and you can tell it's not working because, you know, we keep arguing. I feel like most of that happens because people don't know each other. Oh, and so I don't know what's making you upset. And sometimes it really just is my presence. My presence, you don't like something about me. Sometimes it's because people feel like family members have been um, treated better than other family members. Sometimes it's because people feel like they've got a, a particular family member may have received more love, care, and or attention than somebody else. And we don't want to speak about those things because a lot of families do not address feelings and emotions. Right. And, and, you, and you know, I even brought that up in just a regular conversation to Danielle one time. And she had to change my perspective on that. And she was like, Summer, I don't think that that's what it was at all. I think it was this. And I never even looked at it like that. I was like, oh, God. Mm, yeah. And a lot of times, like, we, you know, I, I just need, you, I need, I need for the world, everybody listening today, it ain't always about you. Mm-hmm. It ain't. It's just not always about you. So you feeling like, oh, somebody about to come over here and about to dismount me and I, they not going to be talking about, but what's going on with them? Why would they want to do, like, why do you think they talk like that? Why do you right. think they're attacking you? Mm-hmm. Oh, because they don't like me. Do you really... What, what what are you doing? Is there something that you're doing that they don't like you? I ain't doing nothing. Okay, well, then there has to be something else going on with them. People don't wake up and just open their eyes and be like, who can I fight, Lord? Like, people just don't. <laughs> you are right. People don't do that. They don't. There are some triggers, and you may you will not know them unless you have a conversation with people. Absolutely. Now, when I talk about when we talk about like Summer's family, for example, one of the things that is is I had to say to Summer is like Summer, you and your sister have a, a, a nice gap in between y'all's age differences. Y'all can't be friends because the truth is is that you is like a babysitter to her. How can y'all be friends? Like, what's the age difference, Summer? Five years. So if so, when Summer ten and her sister five, her sister's memory of the things that was that she thinks she remember about Summer, they not gonna be accurate. Even when right. she's even when her sister is ten and Summer fifteen, and when you fifteen and you get to go and your boundaries are further than your ten year old, they only get a glimpse of what they think they know about you. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I had said in a conversation was, you know, how are we bringing up stuff that I did when you don't even probably remember the things that I did? And we're we're taking it from a kid's perspective and you're telling it now you 30 plus 40 mm-hmm. and we're trying to retell this story i don't know if i can go off of that story right and and another another truth is some stuff we got to put down like we just got to put it down we we don't Absolutely. need to hold on to some things forever 
there are some things that we're going to keep forever. There are some experiences that will definitely alter who and what we are for sure. Like we're just not going to be the same anymore after these things. I know that there's some people that I said this summer, like after I have a conversation with this person, we ain't going to be cool no more. Like we, we were just the fact that we need to have this conversation tells me we ain't going to be cool. Like we were like, that's the truth. But there are other things where it's like, but next year is this going to be that big and it ain't going to be, but I'm going to keep holding it just so that I can keep holding it and sticking it to you because I want you to every take. chance I get absolutely and, and let me tell y'all now from listening to my friends from talking to some people because people summer will tell you people will give me their lives without me asking we I'm can ask one we can sit next to people in a room give me their lives and they will just start talking to us yes about any and everything and we'll just listen i don't know i think we have calming faces and calming voices hmm i'm calm yes uh but listening to people who have given me their lives and then watching ayanla and doing all of those type of things um i've grown to understand that you don't you don't get to People don't know how to express exactly what it is that they're the reason why they're holding on to this thing. And mostly it's just there is a hurt that I feel that I know that you have never addressed. And so I am going to spend all of my time around you trying to get you to know that hurt too. Mm-hmm. And then we could both hurt together. And then once we both hurt together, then then maybe we can relate to one another. Instead of just telling somebody, listen, I'm in pain. And you are part of that pain. Absolutely. I'm hurting. And or I don't feel like you helped me with that pain. That's okay to say too. It's like I feel like that you were around for a pain or that you should have known about a pain that, that came on me and mostly it's an emotional um pain and i need you to know that i needed you and you weren't there for me and instead people are just like i'm gonna stick it to her every time i see her yes oh we about to get together oh i'm about to bring up the time oh, when no. but the person who yes. is getting it is kind of like so we gonna keep talking about that time I put the flat in your bike when we was nine and uh, <laughs> we was nine and eleven. You still feel a way about the bike? Yeah, no, they don't. They, they do. don't feel or, a way about the bike. They feel a way about something else. Eat maybe, mm -hmm. or it could just be very small, petty things, gestures that a person does that will still show you that they really have an mm -hmm. issue with you, right? But they don't want to say anything about whatever the issue is that they yes. have with you, right? And so Danielle kind of pointed this out um, for me with like, you know, family that I had regarding some uh, daggone pictures, right? And she was just like, well, do you see this? And I was like, you know, something I didn't even, I didn't even notice, but I will say this. Three or four years ago, it would have been to, for me because I would have brought it up. It, I would have been upset, calling. I can't believe that you did it. <laughs> Why did you? This time, it's so it, it, whatever. You know, so what? Who cares? Because there are so many more important things that I have on my plate right now. And I don't know if that's what makes people upset, too, is when you don't, when they pull the trigger or the, the trigger that they think and you don't do anything. Like, it doesn't activate mm -hmm, any buttons mm -hmm. in your world. Um, so what do they do with that information or how did, what do they do with those feelings, you know? It's almost like um, whatever you do to me bounces yes. off of me and sticks onto you like glue. Yes. And um, that's the crazy thing because a lot of times, especially when we get ready to get with family, 
<laughs> when we were up again with family, you start talking to your friend like, I know when I get there, she gonna be like, and then, and then as soon as she do, watch me, because I'm, oh, oh, I'm about to get her. I'm about to get her. I got that whole ass. I'm about to say, ah, 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 right? right. That's what you say. You That's get there, right. you like, oh, because you said, and then they like, my fault. I didn't mean to do it. Now you are high energy, like, well, okay, then, or something, you know, because, right. like, <laughs> I didn't think about it. She knew, she knew she had to say sorry to me, because <laughs> if she that. didn't, I was going off. You you like, listen, just take the apology and sit down somewhere. Um, we have to stop anticipating that it's going to be the worst experience for us when we're around our family because the yes. truth is is that you have two options at all times one is you have to go in bringing your best energy into this situation where you're going especially if it's your family you got to go in taking your best energy in or you're definitely going to attract negative energy or you have to decide, is it too toxic for me to be around them? That's, that's the thing. Sometimes I think we forget that. Like, you don't have to go and be around people who are toxic to you. Or bring out the, tox- the, the most toxic part of you. Like, if, if when I'm around them, man, I'm ugly. And I don't like the person I am around them. Don't go. Don't go, most absolutely. People, have somebody who will be like, hey, you want to come over here? What you doing for Christmas? You want to come over here? What you doing for New Year's? want to come over here? And he'd be like, no, nah, I got to go to my family. But you don't really like being there. You don't got to go. Because you don't know those people. Right. And I promise you the family function that you can't, you're coming to now, ain't the healing session day. <laughs> it's just like the oh, no, it's not. Like we can't stop the spades game to be like everybody. Let's take a breath. We about to bring the oracle in. She gonna talk to us for a quick minute. Ooh. We got some homework to do. You know, let's turn on this episode of Ion because I feel like everybody Keisha could learn from <laughs> episode twenty four. Like you can't do that. So, <laughs> you might have to remove yourself from a, a holiday or, or two. Um, I, I, I still feel like the last time that Summer was here, she anticipated it being worse than it was. I did, guys. And um, it actually went very nice. It um it went very nice and it really wasn't well, them, know, it was my daughter that. acting crazy. <laughs> right, we're gonna talk about that but part. The people you anticipated having the people that I anticipated did not have any um issue with me. I swung in and swung yes. out and it turned out nicely. Now um, I've seen them after that. We had, we did have a minor one, but I just let it roll off my back, and I did not, I did not jump in the ring with it. And it was less than 24 hours, and I swung in and swung out again. Um, and and that's you know, it. And I know a lot of you may have seen this meme on the internet, but the truth really is, is that you do not have to attend every fight and argument that you are invited to. And so when you are with your family, just because somebody may say something that you know could lead to the argument, you don't have to keep going. It's the same as that wall. If you know that there's a wall, if you know that there are some things, like if, you know... (sighs) I have a family member who holds me to a certain financial status forever. I don't care what I do. They're going to still believe that, you know, I stand in the cheese line for some reason. And so when they see me, anything that I speak about that I do, that I've done or that I've purchased or places that I go they just like how did you do that 
And when I was younger, I used to be like, why you always acting like I can't go nowhere? Why you always trying to act like I can't do nothing? Now I just be like, I don't know. You know, you tell me. You tell me how I can get there. Because I'm not up for the argument no more. We don't need to have it. I know what you, I know how you think about me. We don't need to have an argument about it. I don't have to prove to you anymore that I'm something different. If you are set on believing that I am this thing, you can have it. Because um, my life won't continue and roll on anyway the way that I needed to and the way that mm-hmm. I wanted to because this is me. And right. if you are set on if you are set on believing that I'm something else and never trying to find out, one, never trying to prove that I am that. And two, never listening to me tell you that I'm something different. We don't have to have an argument about it anymore. Yeah. It's one of those agree to disagree situations. Um, it's unfortunate and I still love you. But I still feel that it's okay to agree to disagree. Yeah, and if that is the easiest way to um, diffuse conflict and it being, you know, getting way out of hand because sometimes people go from zero to 100 very quickly, I would rather say I would rather agree to disagree. Yeah, because some things, you know, like, like I said before, people will have there are things within other people and that doesn't have anything to do with me how that person sees me and sees what they believe is my financial state um has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with me because they don't know me they don't spend time around me we don't other than when we get together for a family function we don't hang out we don't communicate outside of that family function you know so you know, when they see me and they see, and I appear to not look like what their expectation of me is, that don't have nothing to do with me. Because you created a person, which you could just write a book about because you have a whole person and scenario in your head that ain't me. And I will not argue against the imaginary person you know. I'm not going to do that. I won't. I would never do that. Now, I don't spend a lot of time around toxic people in my family. Um, so that is what I have learned to create spaces that are always, um, not always, but more likely than not comfortable and safe for me. But there are times when I have to be around Uh for, you know, certain situations and when I'm around them and they start to speak about the imaginary person they think that they once knew and even that person that they uh, speak of is not who I was even in that time which they speak when they're when they're speaking of I won't argue that person I won't argue against that person because I don't know who they are so I can't I can't argue with absolutely you imaginary person you think you know who look like me I can't do that I'm not, I, I refuse to that's crazy and so, you know, sometimes don't you don't need to argue because they're talking about somebody that you know is not you. You don't have to argue that you're not that person. They want to believe that you are. How does that hurt you when you go home tomorrow? It doesn't. Get your turkey and sit on down. Talk to somebody else. That's all. I would just, you know, I've done it where I've just been like, yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm going to go over here, though. Do you want something? I'm going on this side. Do you want cake? Would you like a piece of cake? That's it. Because this yes. conversation we can't have because I can't. I have no knowledge in this area. So I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to. I won't. But I won't argue myself with most people. I, if you, if this is the thought process that you have, if this is what you think about me, unless I feel like I need to interact with you more often, if you let me know time and time again that you want to believe that I am a certain person, I can't. I'm not going to change that. There's somebody out here. This isn't a family member of mine, but it is somebody that Summer and I both know who in their head has decided that um, I was back in the day a very sexually promiscuous person. In their head, that's what they know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
um, based off of the fact that I have five children. Um, but they don't know me. And so anytime they interact with me, though, the only way they want to interact with me is to interact with me in a way that will still speak to this promiscuous woman that they think that I was. I can't prove yeah. to them that I'm not. So let's just be let's just be for real with it. And I can't I can't prove to you today that I'm not a hoe. How do I prove that to you? So I'm not gonna argue. Right, you can't. I would never stand in front of that person can be like, I don't have sex with a bunch of people. Like I like there's no why. Why? Why am I doing that? I don't see you often. When I do see you, we don't need to have that conversation. I just need to know that we don't need to stand on the same side of the room. What I don't need to do is argue with you to make tell you that you need to move. I'll just move. I just move over here. It's okay. True. I'll speak to you and I keep it moving. That's how it works. I can't explain yeah. to you my sexual status is like what is that like what is, i need to i need to bring in a card like a card punch and be like do you see all of these free months my dms is jobbing i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i got my medical my manage my medical examiner's report from the OBGYN. Like, like no 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 i'm not gonna argue i she's, argue she's good against the imaginary person you know i just won't do that and i won't do that with my friends right i won't do that with my family i won't do that at my job like i just won't do it and so that would be my advice to you guys is if people don't if your family doesn't know you you could one try to introduce yourself to them but that would also mean you need to get to know them too and that would mean that you need to put down your Yes, um, you have to. Previous thoughts of who you believe them to be. Because I'm pretty sure that if they don't know you, you don't know them. And so what you think about them isn't the all-out truth either. Or you oh, can absolutely. decide to spend no time around those people because they you are not comfortable and or safe emotionally and sometimes physically around those people. Or you can decide. Yeah. There are going to be some people who I find myself in the same space with who I will choose to, one, not be shocked that they're going to say some things that I don't like, and then, two, not engage. I'm just not, I just won't engage. I'm going mm-hmm. to, there has to be somebody else to talk to. If not, get on the phone and call one of your friends and be like, hey, child, I got to come up, up the street right quick. Just for a little while. And hopefully you have an oracle <laughs> like I do. And call an oracle. If you don't got an oracle, call me. I'm doing nothing anyway. So <laughs> call me and I'll be like, hey, what's happening? How you doing? Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So let's calm down first. Let's try to breathe a little bit. And then, you know, then we can move from there. You guys better hit me up. I try to tell y'all the DMs is empty. There's space for it if you want to um, slide through with a situation. Okay. Summer, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I just, well, I can't say no and then talk. I think, (laughs) you know. You sure can. No. But just find a calm space if you do have those family members. And know, um, as Danielle mentioned, that you do not have to accept every invitation. You do not have to accept that invitation to that argument and really try to stick by that but you can't not accept theirs and then now then 15 Mm. minutes later now you're sending out one it doesn't work (laughs) like that don't come in with the and i'm not not saying (laughs) right I didn't want to talk about that and another thing. Yeah, I didn't want (laughs) to talk about that, but this is what we gonna talk about. No, right. That's true. If you don't want to, if you don't want to talk about one thing that somebody else wants to bring up, then you got to go hit on it. Some, what do I tell? (laughs) What's one of the things I say to you? You got to shut up. Just shut up. You can't talk. You don't want to talk about this thing that they want to talk about this for whatever reason they feel like is an important thing. I also don't want to do you now. They don't want to talk about yours either. So you have to just be like, okay, 
right. they ain't gonna bring up nothing because this again like i said the family function is not your healing place it just isn't um and so Absolutely. you know we can go ahead on and talk about this but if we if you want to talk about some things i'm open to having a conversation with you on another day do you have my number and let me tell you, if they don't have your number yeah. and you don't have their number, none of this means nothing. You don't need to have this argument for sure. Y'all are not going to talk tomorrow. So, you know, I just think we can go ahead on and call it all. Tell me you got anything else to add? It's looking like Summer doesn't have anything else to add, guys. So, um, we're going to go ahead on and end this today, guys. Again, I appreciate you guys so much. And, uh, of course, we appreciate Summer. She come through all the time to have a good conversation with us. Um, we try to make her a regular, but, you know, Summer be so busy. <laughs> all of the time um but again guys don't forget i'm here every week check me out on the social media um i'm instagram twitter and then i'm also posting some stuff over on facebook but it's all just saying podcast so you can find me anywhere it's either just saying podcast or ijs podcast um, out there in these internet streets and remember you don't have to take anything I say as fact after all I'm just saying